on this week's episode of Atomic Moms. You guys, we're getting out of town. It's a wild ride. There's ups, there's downs. There's a lot of downs. But here's the thing. You need to stay tuned because I, it's like real-time major mama breakthrough. I come to a, a quite a, a big, Oprah would call it an aha moment. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. And I love, like, two-thirds of the way through, we get insight from our girlfriends also. Yeah, it's, it's pretty really cute. Section. It's pretty fun. It's it's a little different podcast than usual. It's just a little glimpse into our, our mama getaway. All right, you guys. It's a momumentary, if you will. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Guys, Bianca was just snapping the microphone like a real pro because we're on the road. It's like, it's like Thelma and Louise. It's like Gail and Oprah on their road trip. <laughs> we're on the road, guys. Okay, so the past two weeks we did a two-parter. It, I, it was amazing. It was so fun. We had Jennifer Waldberger from Sleep Easy Solution, and then we had Jennifer Waldberger and her co-author, Derek O'Neill, for Calm Mama, Happy Baby. If you haven't listened to those two episodes, get your butt on iTunes right now and download it, because they're really important episodes. And now we're mixing it up. We're going spring break, Bianca birthday style. Wild women on the loose, (laughs) flashing people, drinking. Not really. I mean, let's be honest, we'll probably be in bed by nine tonight, but here's the great thing. You guys are going to know because we're taking you with us every step of the way. So right now, we just arrived at the Viceroy Palm Springs. You guys, this hotel is awesome. We're not getting uh, any sort of kickback from them. But Viceroy, if you're listening, or anyone who's listening, we'd love to go on trips and do our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're two drinks in, people. So listen, I realize everyone out there doesn't have the time to go and do a little special girls getaway, I get or some the resources or the resources. So we're gonna do it for you with and you with you. Ellie, I love that. Um, now, as we go along, the podcast may start to lose a little bit of its form, and we're not responsible for any of that as it happens. No, we're not. And you know what? I feel really good about this weekend because Hillary Stam, who you may remember from an episode, the IVF episode, yeah, with the three under two. Children, she is here and she's way more type A than me. So I'm feeling, you can hear her chuckling in the background. So I'm feeling really loosey goosey. This could get wild. But the main point is that this episode is all about having fun and letting loose. And maybe you can't get away for a weekend with your girls to do it. Maybe you can do a little mini version. Um, but we're going to let you in on just some of our, of our favorite things to do to remind us that, um, yeah, we had kids, but we're still us. We're still us, and on my drive here, I missed the outlet, so I had to turn around and go back. (laughs) That wasn't the point of the story, though. On my way here, I was thinking that it's really difficult for me to leave my child to go do something fun. If I think it's for work, then it's easier for me, which is probably why we're doing the podcast here, so I can sort of like justify mentally why I'm not with my daughter right now. But I'm leading by example, ladies. Let's all have fun. It's sometimes it's a choice. Like sometimes we choose not to have fun because we feel like we don't deserve it or because we have relatives that didn't choose fun in their lives. Yeah, uh, and listen, you know, I know people who uh, didn't get out of the house for an evening with their girls or with their guys, you papas out there, until their kids were like five or six years old. And this is unacceptable, people. You need the best parent you Give can us be. your address. We're going to kidnap <laughs> you and take you to a bar. 
feeling a little feisty. But yeah, I mean, even if it's just like an hour to go get massages with your girls or your guys or do something special for yourself. And, you know, we'll check in over the course of this little getaway. And um, sometimes we'll be coherent, sometimes maybe not. And I am wearing a swimsuit right now. The top of my swimsuit is so padded. It's like there's a Tempur-Pedic mattress inside it. You look fantastic. I miss my breastfeeding breasts. I know. I know. Well, listen, you look so good. And Hillary and I were salivating over Ellie's body as she's prancing around here. But um, listen, we got to go get some pool time in. So uh, we're going to check back in and uh, possibly have some some stories for you. We definitely want to have a little... um, a little segment with the hot pool guy, Chris. Yeah, he's going to have some stories. We're going to get stories. stories out of him. Chris, a.k.a. Liam Hemsworth. He we looked- did say that we told him he'd be anonymous, Bianca. Oh, shoot. <laughs> well, listen. We'll edit that part out. Or no, we won't. we won't. I'm so sick of editing. <laughs> We're not editing anymore. All right, you guys. Catch you in a few. Bye. It's 12, 10 a.m. We're party animals. We feel like real rock stars right now because we're up so late. <laughs> we're up past midnight. We're cooler than Cinderella. Oh, God. You guys, we're, we're laying in bed together right now, which is yeah, really cute. It's very intimate. It's very intimate. Uh, I apologize for the humming sound in the background. That would be the AC unit, which will be good for me because my one-and-a-half-year-old has trained me to need a sound machine to oh, sleep. No. I have to have blackout curtains. Bianca just got mad at me because I shut the drapes. Every, every drape <laughs> that's in this room has been pulled across any available window or crack. crevice. Which, by the way, isn't that the point? I don't think I'm weird there. Most people would shut the curtains. You want some no, light in in the morning? I wake I, up the first like, sign of light. I like to wake up naturally with the sun. That's at like 6 a.m. We're in the desert. (laughs) And then, so because we have a box fan in our hallway for our daughter, I'm used to that noise now. So I might have to put on like a sound machine app, like do the, you know, they've got those apps for white noise. I might need it. So I, I like, it's so, I've been so looking forward to this getaway because it's my birthday and, um, was my birthday last week and, my husband was so sweet and planned this getaway for the girls, and I've been really looking forward to it. But I really miss Magnolia tonight, and I think it's probably because I feel a little bit guilty because, like, I know that my mom, who's staying with my uh, husband while I'm gone, and he are probably having a bitch of a time trying to get her to stay down. Because since it's so easy for me with our co-sleeping, and I just pull her into bed with me, and they don't, they can't do that. So I just feel kind of bad knowing that they're struggling, which makes me feel even more like we need to do the sleep training, which is just kind of hard because it's, it sucks being a parent, man. Like I always feel like no matter what I'm doing, there's some part of it that's that's feels like I'm screwing somebody, either myself or her or my poor mother who's here visiting so I I feel like I never know what's the right answer and I guess you know over the last two podcasts we've learned that the right answer is what feels best in your gut but like 
that still feels sometimes like that's maybe not the best answer. <laughs> well, it's still hard. Like even your gut, like it doesn't always feel easy yeah. or good. No. The right choice. So for our listeners, about 10 minutes ago, Bianca was pumping while brushing her teeth, while looking at an, is it okay if I share this? Yeah. While looking at an app on her phone of her daughter in her crib. And I was like, this is so amazing. <laughs> the multitasking is really impressive. What is the, what's the name of the app where you get to it's like... Called, it's called Dropcam and you order the camera on Amazon and then it has... There's an app that you can have on your phone and then like so I can look at her crib while I'm here. And it can be used for anything. Like it's a camera that can be used. So when Sabrina's sixteen, I'm gonna strap it in her car yeah. and spy on her. Secretly? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. If there was a camera in my car when I was sixteen years old, I would be so dead right Grounded. now. Grounded. So no, dead. <laughs> My father would have killed me. <laughs> well, you're lucky you got away with whatever you got away with. Well, part of your sadness yeah. about or missing of Magnolia and Mike is also that it's like your it's your special day here, and it's hard when you don't get to celebrate your special stuff with the most important people in your life. Well, and also I think too, like it's so hard with kids because. When you're in it, like, there's that part of you that just thinks, like, oh, if I could just get a nap or if I could just get a break or if I could just get a little time to myself to take a poop. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like you're always just thinking about when do I get this next little thing? And then, like, you have something like this where it's like a getaway. um, And then you get away and then like as I was going out the door and kissing them goodbye today I was thinking like oh my god I'm gonna miss all this stuff Mm -hmm. this weekend and you know it's like you can like it's so funny I feel like the juxtaposition of like where we started this podcast a couple hours ago we're like take time for yourself I know I love it the intro is like (laughs) and now we're already down (laughs) we're like we miss our babies I spent a good 45 minutes trying to get out of the house today, just stalling, just being like, oh, I really should. Oh, you know what I need to pack? I need to go back upstairs and get Q-tips. You know what I need? Oh, I really need this special sunscreen because, like, I like, I know that I didn't want to leave her. I know. It's, it's hard. So I come up with all these little excuses. She was having a great time downstairs with our sitter. It was fine. But I'm the one who's like, oh. And I'm like, mommy, I'll be back. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Cool. I'm good. And I'm like, no, don't worry. Mommy will be back. She's like, yeah, I know. It's great. Don't worry, Mom. I mean, she's only a year and a half. She doesn't say these things. But she gives me the look like, yeah, it's cool. We're good. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, can you just be a little needier? I need you to hug me a little longer. (laughs) I know. (sighs) I know. It's weird. It's like there's this thing that happens when you have kids that no one can really articulate to you or convey to you about how, like, I feel like becoming a parent is to be forever torn between two places, right? Mm. Like, it's no longer just to be content wherever you are because you're always, if you're away from them, you're worrying about them. And when you're with them, you're thinking about, like, other things that you miss. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... It's like the most beautiful and the most horrible thing all at once. <laughs> I was at the Outlet Mall. As I mentioned earlier, I had to do a U-turn because I missed the exit. But I had to go to the outdoor mall, right? Because I had to grab Bianca a birthday present and I needed sunglasses. 
because uh, I've lost every pair I've ever had. Not that this is very boring. Anyway, <laughs> point being, all these like toddlers, like every baby that cries, like I get this impulse to kidnap children now. And it's weird. Like whenever I'm not with Sabrina and I hear these children crying or laughing or making any sound that sounds even remotely like this as Sabrina sound, I'm like, oh, I got to take that baby. <laughs> like it makes me miss her and want her. Well, you know, and we had such a nice night too. We like it was really we had cool. a really nice dinner and we had deep talks about things that were Oh not god, really things about got kids. deep. Yeah. Things got they got I feel deep. Like that's the other thing too is like as a parent you realize like so many of your conversations revolve around what the baby is eating or isn't eating or is sleeping or is not sleeping or you know, it's like everything and so it was nice to have like really adult conversation tonight and yeah. just talk about things about ourselves. Um and, you know, get get a little tipsy. That was fun. Like today by the pool. And I mean, you know. I love when your sister was like, oh, yeah, our three topics tonight at dinner were the three Ds. Divorce. Death. death and destiny. And destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Men are like, oh, God. Any dads out there are like, oh, my God, these pathetic women. Like, really? This is your weekend off? You're, you're, you're like cuddled up in bed doing your podcast and you talk about <laughs> death, divorce, and destiny at dinner? What a wild night. And we also had, like, such big aspirations to, like, go out and go dancing. And, like, after yeah, dinner, everyone was like, let's go eat some cake and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we ate so much cake. So much cake. I think you said you were going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So and then I up. pushed the plate as far away as I could, and Bianca saw that, and then my arm just, like, would reach further and further for the plate, and I polished it. I saw it. It's empty. That plate <laughs> has no more cake It was on. licked. Um, well, we're going to go to bed. We'll do some more tomorrow. I, I feel like it was, it was a little bit of a downer, but I think it's the reality of, like, don't worry, guys. We'll have coffee in the morning. We'll be buzzing. We'll be peppy. Yeah. And we'll we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk with Hillary a little bit about. Okay, Bianca. Yeah. Don't get handsy with me tonight. Okay. <laughs> guys, I mean, not to be a whiner. <laughs> <laughs> But I tr- I really tried so hard to sleep in this morning, and like my my biorhythm or whatever is just now set to early crack ass of dawn. Even with your darkened shades. <laughs> uh, yeah, we both got up at seven. We thought we were gonna sleep in, and we got up at seven. And you can't just lay there anymore. And also, like I had a little bit of a hangover and I had a little bit of a candy hangover because we ate so much like cake and peeps that Ellie brought and so many fun things. And then it's hard, man. I'm such a whiner (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you like are like freedom for a weekend and then you just don't treat yourself all that well because you're so excited. Like, I feel like it might have been It's better. like a kid in a candy store. I, yeah, totally. And then we just pass out. Exhausted. So we just we just had a really lazy day today. It was awesome. Which was awesome. By the pool, we had some good girl talks. And, I know, uh, man. Bianca, with you, you it's like things are uh, – it's like a good exfoliation of the soul. It totally is. <laughs> Well, it's hard because I think that, like, as as new mamas, especially, and I'm curious to see. Be interesting to hear from some of our view our viewers, 
because you can see us, some of our listeners who are, um, you know, mamas of two or three or more kids to see if like you go through this every time you have a kid where you kind of have this forgetting of yourself and you immerse yourself so much in this new experience of this new child that then like for me, you know, one of the things is I've really kind of run lax on my meditation schedule. And I just noticed, like, I notice I'm so much more sensitive and reactive to things. And, and so it was so great because we were sitting by the pool and I was just like talking about a couple different things and just a little bit of self-loathing going on. And Ali was like, let's, ne- then let's meditate now. And so she pulled out that the uh, Budify app, app, which I mentioned in the Sleep Easy Solution episode <laughs> as my mom session. Um, and it was so awesome because the one that we listened to was like perfectly kind of um, geared towards the moment that we were in. It was just like kind of holding the space and realizing what the feeling you're feeling is. So if you're angry or if you're fearful or if you're anxious, uh, anxious jealous, any of those things and naming it. And then also naming whatever you're feeling in your body, whether it be tension, whether it be tightness, whether it be. Yeah. Uh, is it, I think that that's so cool how I'm going to sit up. We're, we're on the bed right now. So if you're hearing weird crinkling sounds, that's we're sitting on a bed. It's amazing to me how every emotion has a corresponding feeling somewhere in your body. Yeah. So like, so for you in that moment, what was today? What it's was it? It's always my gut. Oh yeah. I feel if it's anything negative, it's yeah. always in my gut. Yeah. I felt, it's a tightness. I felt that it was in my gut. And then I also felt like a pounding, which probably is just the insane amount of sugar coursing through my veins right now. And then, it, but then it said, you know, after you acknowledge the, what the feeling is, um, as far as anger, fear, jealousy, whatever. And then you acknowledge where it sits in your body. And then you look at the fact that you're on top of those two things, judging yourself for feeling the way that you're feeling. So you are already taking negative emotions and feelings, and then you're piling on more negativity because then you're making yourself feel bad for feeling those things. Um, and just allowing it to be and letting it go. And it was really Allowing helpful. yourself to have giving yourself the space to feel the feelings without judging them. Yeah. So we did that by the pool and it was great. And then it stopped. And it's funny because the, the app, it's this sexy British sounding voice. And then he'll like pause for a minute while you sort of settle into it. And then I'll start talking again. So we thought it was another pause when really my iPhone had fried in the sun. So it was doing one of those like heat temperature warnings. It was like, it shut down. <laughs> it's so hot here. It's like a hundred degrees today. And, At least. And I burned the crap out of myself because I normally, you know, yeah. in my childless life, I would go to the beach all the time and I don't do that anymore. So, um, I also like work a lot <laughs> too now. So, so uh, I, I fried and. What if you uh, ever did an episode so undateable takes place in Detroit. If you ever showed up to set super tan, would you get in trouble if it was I don't know. in the middle I, of winter? I, was, I went to Puerto Rico over Christmas. I was a little bit and, tan. But and you they know didn't what? care? Well, I just don't get that tan anymore because traveling yeah. with a kid, you're not like lounging about in the sun all that mm-hmm. much. I'm like in the shade and slathering sunscreen on her, which then I just kind of in turn put it on me. But um, I loved it because I said, I was like, Bianca, your shoulder's a little red. And you're like, yeah, I know, no, no. And then you came back. 
I had to go pumping. Pump. I had to go back to the hotel room and pump. And check on the cake. Check on the cake. <laughs> check, a.k.a. eat on the cake. And come back and you were really so mad. My shoulder is so burnt. <laughs> <laughs> so red. So red. Um, Ugh, I love when I try to caretake the caretaker. It's like... <laughs> I love it. Uh, what else? Oh, I was just watching because this is what I do on my my day of vacation. <laughs> I put on PBS, and there's some documentary on right now, and they they talk about how in the early 1900s, when people came to this country and they had nothing, they would go to a f- photography studio. And borrow clothes, nice clothes, to put on to take a photograph to send back to their families in their home country so their families would think that everything was going well for them. And then they would just, like, give the clothes back at the end of the photo shoot and go back to their squalor. And it made me think of Instagram. Instagram. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like it was... (laughs) Like, maybe that's it. Maybe... uh, Because I... Maybe... It also reminds me of like when I was younger and my parents would come to visit and this sort of crazy need to pick up every, you know, pick up everything. I mean, it was a nice thing to do anyway when your parents come, but from this, like, I want them to know everything's okay. Or, yeah. And so I wonder if some of Instagram is about that. Like, we're having a good time. I mean, obviously, a lot of times we just want to share happy stuff. It was so funny because it was like the Instagram of Ellis Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And so- we've been looking a lot at Instagram on this trip. I end up going back and just looking at photos of my daughter. I've become like a crazy person in this one day away from her. I just keep looking at photos of her. It's hard. It's, it's a, it's such a weird phenomenon. I mean, we, we like came at this like so excited and like, woohoo, girls gone wild. Ali and Bianca on the loose. And then, like last night was like this kind of, you know, letdown of like we crawled into bed and we were just missing our babies. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's hard to how much do you think of that also, though, is the fact that like you we, we've come here, we've eaten crap, we've drank a lot of stuff uh, alcohol wise. I mean, like not crazy amounts, but like we're sitting by the pool sipping drinks and mm-hmm. you know you're you're putting things in we're normally so health conscious and you know so aware of what we're eating and now you come and you do don't treat yourself very well and so i think part of it too is like but is okay how about isn't sorry finish your point no no, no that's my that was kind of my point before i jump in on it so i want to say that in treating ourselves poorly that's treating ourselves well because we never really let ourselves off the hook and why not you if you're it when in Rome like no, when poolside totally. and I'm not saying not to do it but I'm just saying like I think you feel like in my family we always call it feeling precious I feel a little precious like when you would wake up the next morning and you'd have a hangover or you'd eat too much you say I feel precious because it's just that feeling of like you just want to be held and you just want someone to like take care oh. of you and so I think like when I you- that's when I like want to that made me feeling like a gopher. Like, I just want to go crawl in a hole. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. feeling precious would be like getting a manicure. And you know what? Poolside drinking, no, that's, that's the precious part for me. The eating cake and, like, doing the indulgent No, 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 no. But you're thinking, of, you're thinking of precious, like, in the word of, 
like, oh, it's so precious. It's so special. It's just something I'm saying precious in like the definition where precious is you're so precious. Like if someone touched you, you might break. Like it's like you're, you're so precious that it's, that anything is, is noise is too loud. Everything is too over the top. Like you just want the little things that make you feel good. So I think when you're feeling a little precious Mm -hmm. like that, you, then you tend to think like, oh my, my daughter, I miss my daughter. I miss my husband or I miss, you know, whatever. It's just whatever. We're losers. We go on a way to get away. And we're Come on, we're going to have fun. We, I put okay. on the music last night. Yes. I forced everyone into sort of dancing. Yes. I just danced by the pool. I am trying to make you have the best birthday of your life. Oh my gosh. And I've been having such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the me thinks thou dost protest too much. <laughs> what? That's like, I'm having such a great time. Oh, come on. Have a good time. I am you know having what? a good time. You, If you want to cradle me, I'll be Magnolia. Like, whatever you need, it's your birthday. I <laughs> think it's very bizarre, this notion of, like, kind of diarying our our, um, I know. our little getaway here. Because, I mean, people are, are people going to just think that we're, like, these losers who just go and, like, yes. all we do is think about our kids. I just want to. There's be probably home. worse things. Yeah, like what? Like if what if we were like what kids? <laughs> it's a mom podcast. Oh, I have a feeling God. people will be okay with us yeah. missing our children. Here's the other. Yeah, thing. but I. You're not letting yourself out. You woke up. Can we talk a little bit about the sleep situation last night and your feelings yeah, that's, about yeah, it? Yeah, totally. Okay, I'll let you share because I don't need to share your stories. Well, just that I'm still struggling a little bit with the sleeping situation at home because Magnolia still goes down in her crib. And then when she finally wakes up, she comes into our bed and co-sleeps the rest of the night. Except now, as I told in the sleep easy solution podcast, uh, now she's decided that she's going to go down at seven and she's going to wake up at eight and nine and 10 and 11. And I just can't like, I'm not there yet to do the whole cry it out, you know, sleep training. Uh, and I know that the lady said that there are, their idea of crying out is like you put them in the crib and you just shut the door and you don't interact with them. But like but that's I, not Jennifer Wahlberg. That's not Jennifer's right. right. That's what they think of when they think of cry it out is right. that they're you know you're abandoning this child. Which by the way, there's a crazy New York Times blog out this past week. I'll put it up on the Facebook page. That's crazy. That one doctor saying at eight weeks old to put to just leave the kid for two days crying from seven to seven. What? Yeah, it's a uh, – I think he's a German doctor. Go figure. So um, I think and, that's for eight weeks old. And listen, like – That with, would be cry out. As with everything, you know, I, I, I'm not judging anyone who chooses to do that. I'm just saying I'm not there yet. I can't do any version of that. I can't do any version of – like I was telling Ellie this morning. So anyway, to, to like – so this actually makes sense is that – <laughs> I, I feel guilty because now I'm away having this fun weekend and my poor husband and my mom who are staying, you know, my mom's staying in the house while I'm gone to help take care of Magnolia were up all night because she won't sleep. And especially now that I'm not there for her to sleep within the bed, she just didn't sleep last night. And so they both had a really long, hard night. And so I woke up this morning and I felt really guilty about it. And she has this app that we mentioned earlier where she can track magnolia's movements throughout the night so she can be like oh well this was the hour they put her back down again this was the i mean it is cray, i literally could cray. see every move um that happened throughout the night i should just take your phone away 
<laughs> but I have a feeling you would beat my ass. I know. And and I and I listen, I do it to myself. Um but I also I also just I feel bad and that's my own issue and so it's like, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm in this little guilty spot right now where it's like I I'm not ready to just put her in her crib and kind of do the check-ins and have her, you know, figure out how to kind of fall asleep on her own. I don't feel like I can stomach that yet. And yet at the same time, I'm having you know, remorse because now other people are suffering because of my inability to kind of get with the program. I do also feel like I'm, I'm trying to be gentle with myself because, you know, I had a really good friend. Hi, Becca, who listens to our podcast, who I went to high school with, send me an amazing message on Facebook. And she said, you know, I've been listening to the podcast and I just want you to know, like, I went through a very similar situation with my two boys and, you know, I now, I think now her boys are like three and five and she said, they're awesome sleepers. And she said, you just have to, you know, trust your gut. And, you know, and I, I guess like, that's all I have. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. what we talk about time and time again. It's like, I can only do what I feel comfortable doing in a situation with my kid. And, you know, I'm, listening to everybody's advice and I'm really trying to think it through and, um, and but maybe we don't think it through. <gasps> I can't say this without, like, I can't take myself seriously. We don't think it through. We're going to feel it through. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've gotten a little too much sun today. <laughs> Guys, I really didn't drink. Okay. I had one drink, but that was five hours ago. I'm incredibly dehydrated. <laughs> Okay, Listen. so here's the thing. How about Mama's Guilt? Okay, this is the topic yeah. that we have landed upon in our diaries of a vacay. A mama vacay. Mama's Guilt. Mama's Guilt. Yeah. Well. We eat cake. That's a good solution. What else do we to do? Deal, what, we're talking about what to deal with. Yeah, how, to how, deal do, with? How, do, how do we deal with Mama's Guilt? Well, I, I, I order presents for her on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I eat cake. I mean, I think maybe, too, it's, like, good to – I think these kind of little steps away are really good to reassess and to – sometimes, you know, you can't see the, the forest from the trees. I think sometimes you're so in it that, like, it's really hard to kind of see how hard it is and how much you're going through and how much you're kind of taking on and how many – you're making decisions for the whole family – because really, you know, the mom's the hub and, and she's doing everything unless mm-hmm. you're a dad out there who's a stay-at-home dad or, the you know, the main caretaker and then you're the hub. I think kind of what Ellie and I came down to today is everything is going to be okay. Everything <laughs> is okay. Everything is okay. See, what everyone didn't realize is that I'm the closeted guru. <laughs> everything is okay. In this moment, everything – well, it's more than okay. It's fantastic. Well, and, and I think what this is what, the, what point I want to make right here because you guys, to be perfectly honest, I'll tell you something. Right now I'm feeling a little weird because I feel like normally our podcasts are like very kind of put together and – you know, we, we're very honest and we talk about what's going on, but I feel very vulnerable right now because I, f- like, I feel like a little wimpy and I f- kind of feel like I'm opening up and showing a very unsure side of myself. Right. So I think I'm, I'm having a little, I'm having a little bit of self-loathing, which is like a, because I, I feel like there's a lot going on and I'm, I'm mad at myself that I'm not able to kind of pull it together and hold it together. 
And so I think what, you know, maybe the, the point of this coming out right now is to just like share something that maybe if, you know, you have moments where you feel that way and it's hard because it's hard when you get down on yourself about things, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to, it's, it's hard, hard to escape yourself. It's hard to escape yourself. When you're like in persecution mode with yourself, it's like, how do you run away from that? Yeah. It's yeah. so difficult. And something that we talked about today when we were sitting in the pool is like <laughs> the irony of like we're in this beautiful place and we're like having such a good time and I'm like in a place where I'm struggling right now with a few things going on. And and, and then I get mad at myself because I think like this is so stupid. Like I have such a fantastic life. Like who am I to sit and wallow in this? This is so dumb. Who am I to sit and wallow in this 70 degree saltwater pool? <laughs> with, my, with my drink in my hand and some of my best no. girlfriends by my side. Here. and Yeah. But you know what? It's okay. Because this is the problem always is our judgments of our feelings, right? Yeah. And then that's why we spiral. Well, if we could just allow ourselves to have our feelings, be like, oh, I feel I feel shitty that such and such is going on without feeling shitty about feeling shitty about it. God. Yeah, but it used to be, be able to like move on more totally. easily. And but also it used to be that like if I felt shitty, it was just me and I could like mm-hmm. crawl into my bed and pull the covers over my head and like cry or watch a sappy movie mm-hmm. or like I I kind of had like this manifesto of a day that I could do when I felt like crap and I could sit in the pity and sit and wallow in what was going on. It's like now when I have some things going on that don't make me feel like a very good person, then I still have this little person who's depending on me. Right. And then and then on top of that, when I try to like go do something nice for myself, then I just feel guilty because I yeah. feel like I'm doing something nice for myself and yet it's making it harder for other people who are trying to step up and take care of things on the home front so that I can have a good time. And now I'm not really having a good time because I'm thinking about all of that. Let's take a breath. <laughs> I hear you. <sighs> I mean, that's why it's good just to get in the shower and have a good cry. <laughs> so- Right? Yes. Because we can still cry. Moms are allowed to cry. It's good to cry. Yeah. It releases tension. I mean, people masturbate or cry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more of a cry crier. (laughs) I choose crying. (laughs) So, or in our car, you can sit in your car. I'm. This is for anyone who can't get away, can't have a day to do their stuff. There are once the baby's asleep. You can have that hour to decompress. Yeah. And I and also sometimes I think it's hard to even pinpoint what's wrong. I know. You know, I think sometimes and we sometimes just... Sometimes it's hormones. Sometimes it's hormones. Sometimes it's just like you've got so much put on you all the time and you get to a place where you just... It's like you can't even... You can't even get to the bottom of what's happening. You're just like, I feel like crap and, and well, I just... Also, yeah. Don't you think that like you're coming off of at least in my family with the undateable premiere and stuff, there's been like so much energy. Cause those of you who don't know, my husband created the show undateable that Bianca is the female star of. And I don't know how it feels like after prom or something like it's yeah. exciting. The show is on right now, yeah. but there was, there's this crazy force of energy for the, the buildup yeah. for the <clears throat> premiere. And now it's like, okay, cool, this is still going on, there's a lot going on still, but 
but that that release of tension. And I don't know if you felt any of that because you've been doing a ton of press for it. I mean, you've been doing a lot of yeah, work. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a lot. I think I just don't. I think sometimes you're just in go mode and you don't even stop. And so, like, it makes sense that the first point, which is this little vacation, of course, that I've had to like stop for a second. It's like everything, all the like. It's all descended yes. upon me now. It's like how when you're when yes. you're going and then you finally get sick you when you like sick. go on a vacation because you because your body's finally like, oh now I have time to take care of myself and I'm as red what? as a lobster right now. <laughs> I mean, come on. So yeah, you're right because it's like the the you know when you throw a huge party or something. And I know like, it's after the day after, the so day like after. it's just like ah uh, yeah, it's always like that. Yeah. I used to get that way when I was little on vacations, like when we would go on a big vacation as a family and my dad worked so much that like we would come home and then he would have to be at work again. And it would be that like the quiet all of a sudden Mm -hmm. we'd come home and it would have been this amazing camping trip or we'd gone somewhere really cool as a family. And I always, I mean, I like it as a 10 year old kid would get horrifically depressed because it was like, oh, now it's back to the mundane, you know. Here we go. Yeah, Back me in. too. And I don't think I I knew why. Yeah. But that's it. It's funny because it's like babies with transitioning. And then we're adults. Transi- this is transitions for us. And it's difficult. Yeah. Like even shifting gears to come here, right? Just for two days. That's a transition. That's a different. Yeah. You're going into a different type of experience. Yeah. I mean, I really hope that you weren't like, oh, I thought this would be a really fun weekend, but I brought Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that you mention it, Ellie, you've been a real buzzkill <laughs> with um, the podcast. With the podcast, the podcast. <laughs> push it, guys. We got push, big, push, push, push. Somebody's coming. Oh, no! If anything, I've been so glad you've been here because I think like it's been great. We haven't even had you know we should have Hillary weigh in on this. Yes. I think this is a good because she has. Like, you know, the twins and Elle. And yeah. like, I mean, we... Hillary, we, yeah, have, we mentioned we at the beginning of this one intro. child. <laughs> I know we have nothing. It's easy breezy. It's easy right? breezy, yeah. We'll, we'll wait, until, wait until the podcast hits okay. when we both have our second. Yeah. You're like, oh, what so the good. hell were we whining so about We'll have to Skype into each other. We won't be able to see each other anymore. I had the opportunity to see two babies recently whose mothers are amazing women who listened to the podcast and uh that was really cool it's so groovy and what was really fun is Wait, these one are, these of the are babies friends of yours or they're one of them is a friend but i haven't seen her in over a year she married someone i used to work with a lot and was friends with yeah. and so but she reached out to me after listening to the podcast and she's amazing and she's super hardcore awesome and i swung by her house and she had been so busy. <clears throat> I don't want to share too much, I guess, but like she does catering and she's such a badass. And like she'll cook at night and listen to the podcast. And she said that her baby recognized my voice. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's so I thought awesome. that was really cool. And she, I mean, I just, and then I saw another friend who had a baby like a week and a half ago. And we met after she started listening to the podcast through a mutual friend and to, to hold a newborn baby was so wild. They're so tiny. It's crazy how quickly you forget, isn't it? So tiny. Yeah. Like the tiniest tiny. I was doing the, the happiest baby on the block, the like, shh. And I was like, oh, this is so fun. Oh. It's so fun when you're not in it. 
That's all I got to say. Now that I have a one and a half year old, you're like, ah, because Sabrina's in a really good stage right now. And it's amazing because I see these little babies and I just want to hug them and hold them and steal them for a day. And you're, and it's just like, oh, I just wish the moms could get 12 hours of sleep and then enjoy their baby at that stage. Yeah. It's so unfair. By the way, and that's the other thing. It's like you go away or you go and do something for yourself and then your significant other sends you like pictures of what they're doing and then it's like, oh my God, I miss that. And when you're in it, when you're when you're at home like right. doing the day, like it doesn't it doesn't seem as cool as when like you get the pictures of them doing it and you're like, right. oh, I'm missing that. Right. Um so it's like the ultimate FOMO, yeah. Yeah. Adam sent me a picture of Sabrina this morning on her way to her little gym class. Uh, she was wearing patent leather black shoes, <laughs> like church shoes. It, he said she made him put on her. And then these tribal green leggings in this elephant shirt. So I guess it's like kind of similar theme, but totally mismatching crazy land and a red bow in her hair. And I... I want people on Facebook, if you're comfortable, yes, please post on our Facebook page the crazy outfits that your partner puts your kids in. Yes. Because I would love – we should start an atomic, atomic Moms – we should start like an Atomic Moms Tumblr page of like daddy stylist, like the crazy outfits yeah. that your kids end up this wearing in idea. public. Let's do this. We'll start this the day yeah. that this airs and, um, and because we'll get it's a, wild. We'll get going. I was like, oh, my God. She had oh, I've got diaper my- like the the pants are too tight now, and she had like diaper camel toe. <laughs> On that note, I'm gonna go cry in the shower. Oh, <laughs> we'll be back. Okay, so you guys were back. It's been about an hour since we last podcasted. You know what this feels like? Real world. When they go into the closet, it's like a confession. <laughs> the, the, the closet confessional. Yeah. Or the conf- they just call it the confessional. Yeah. That's what this is like. It is like it. So so here's what happened. So we, we finished that last little recording thing and then I went to go take a shower and it's like in a little downward spiral of just like, I can't figure out why I'm, why I'm feeling so like, like, first of all, I had like a little shame spiral about sharing all of that because I just felt like it didn't really make sense. And I'm like, why am I feeling so down and just going through all this stuff? And this is supposed to be a fun weekend. And now we, all of these things are coming up. So I went and took the shower and then I started thinking about my breastfeeding. And then I came out and I started talking to Ellie and I realized that I have dropped pretty much three or four feedings during the day in the last two weeks. And I'm having weaning depression and it like hit me and I started researching on my phone while Ellie was in the shower and she came out and I was like it just is such an aha aha moment because I think it's so weird you just don't even realize you're in that place and then I just started thinking about how I can't I've felt really down and I haven't felt like myself and I've just felt like just really like hard on myself about stuff and that's totally what it is. Because you said you went through that, right? Yeah. And I think it, it was cool that you found this. There's a blog called Cup of Joe, and she wrote about weaning depression. And it's sort of – it's a postpartum depression that happens when you stop nursing. And I felt it hardcore. A lot of the mothers in my Mommy and Me group suffered it. We just got together for the first time in a really long time. 
last week. And everyone was like, oh, my God, no one told us after we stopped nursing how awful it would be. And I stopped nursing a little bit after Sabrina's first birthday. And I wonder, you know, some moms get wild with the first birthdays. <laughs> some of those, <laughs> sometimes I think it might be that, the weaning. Oh, maybe because that's first around birthday. the time around, that most yeah. people. Or some people. So we'll put up this blog post. But it's good because it's such a shocker. No one tells you about it. No one tells you that it's such a hormonal roller coaster. You think you get to a year and then you're going to have your freedom. And for me, it was like, oh, I was getting 12 hours of sleep at night. What is wrong with me? Like, why am I so upset? Why am I so anxious? Why am I so fearful? Well, and the thing is, I didn't really, I mean, I just, I had heard a little bit, but again, not many people talk about it, but I just had heard when everyone stops. I, I'd never heard that I didn't even think of the fact that I've now, so basically I, the last time I feed her, breastfeed her in the morning is like 9am and then I don't feed her again breastfeeding until six. So all those feedings are day. And I just didn't even think that. And you used to do it on command, on on demand, on demand, on command. You know what? It should be on command (laughs) because that's what it really is. (laughs) Especially now where she just takes my shirt and pulls it to the side. But I... I just did, it didn't even occur to me that that could have been the reason why. And I just thought like, there's so much demands from work and I'm going through all this stuff. And, but, but in the back of my mind, I was just like, why am I not as happy as I'm, you know? Yeah. So then I kept like, I mean, literally go back and listen to that last part of our podcast (laughs) and look, think, look at the excuses that I was making. This is our version of cereal. Like we're uncovering the mystery (laughs) of sadness. And I like, there's a part of me that feels such relief in realizing that, but then there's a part of me that also, here we go, there's like has such sadness about it because number one, I feel like I've just been irritable and not myself. And number two, it's sad because it makes me realize that it's not just a mental thing. It's, it's also, you know, this biological thing but like that the whole thing of stopping feeding your child is so intrinsically connected to you and your body and you know and then it's like I realize like the whole thing does make me sad like those moments and who knows I don't I don't really have a time frame for where I'm gonna totally stop I mean she's still into it to a certain Mm -hmm. extent and I obviously am but even just this little bit has clearly affected me on a, on a, a very shift. deep level. Yeah, it's a huge shift. And I just, I didn't even prepare myself for that because I didn't know. People would ask me before I stopped nursing, and they'd be like, well, are you, are you going to be okay with that? It's such, a, it's such a change, not having that form of intimacy yeah, with your connection. child, that connection. And I thought that a lot of the sadness would come from that. I was okay with that after a year. Like, I felt good without that with her. So I was shocked by how chemical it was. That I had spent a couple months weaning. I was smart about it. Like, I was slow about it. And it's still, like, once I stopped, stopped, it hit me so hard. And I didn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't because of the loss of connection. It was hormones. Yeah. Yeah, so yours was, yeah. That, that it's still that strong. Yeah. Even if you're able to take out the... Because she would still cuddle with me and read and do other... You know, that was fine. Yeah. Because she was losing interest at that point, which I also thought was... I found with Sabrina, 
that when she loses interest in something, that's the time for me to pull it. Like when she lost interest in her pacifier, I don't remember how many months old she was, but once she didn't care about the Webinub, it was like, okay, Webinub disappears because I don't really want to re... Is that the name you made up for it? No, it's... Oh, Webinub is got to be a mom session. Really? Yes. It's Why this, have you even heard of this? Uh, I don't Wub-a-nub. know. How do you have a mom podcast and you haven't heard of Webinub? Webinub is... There are these little stuffed animals that are attached to the pacifier. Oh, oh does I Maggie know. have it? Maggie has one, yeah. Magnolia's never been into a pacifier yeah. at all, but now I know what you're talking about. I just didn't know that's, that's what it was called. Yeah. Because um, some babies have a harder to then they grow attached to the pacifier and it's yeah. hard to get away from that. Like if they lose interest, man, you just ditch take, it. Take it. Yeah. You go, give them a teddy take bear. Take that cue. Rub that teddy bear all over your body so it smells like you instead. I have to tell you something. <laughs> It's crazy how the the downward spiral of this trip resulted Mm -hmm. in this aha moment for me of realizing that what I'm experiencing is a little postpartum connected to the weaning. I know. It's mammoth. Like, oh, my voice just cracked. (laughs) Like, every episode, we should have a drinking game. Like, when Ellie's voice cracks, or we say, um, or whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Um, (laughs) Take a a drink there. (laughs) (laughs) Next week on our podcast, we have an amazing professional organizer who's going to tell us how to get our our home ship shape. Ship shape, yeah. And how it'll help organize our inner life as well. And we'll we'll probably have a couple more pop-ins here before. Oh yeah, don't go anywhere, guys. It's good. It's just we're gonna have more sugar. It's gonna get super wild. A a few more drinks, and we're going out. Yay! Hey guys, we're back. We are still in Palm Springs. It is about 12 a.m. We got Bianca out of the hotel room, and and I feel so I feel a lot better now. I had a good a dinner with friends. Her sister braided her hair. She did, so I felt extra special when I went out. Now we're back at the hotel, and we're. I think my teeth are rotting out of my head from the sugar. We, we've eaten so much candy; it's insane. And, uh, and and not only just not only just candy, but also like drinks that are sugary. We may end the podcast tonight because who knows what'll happen tomorrow morning when wake we wake up in terms of hangover, yeah. sugar hangover. It's, it's like Halloween hangover. No, we'll do we'll do one last hurrah. Okay. It, may, it may not be coherent, but it will be something. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, and we're co-sleeping again tonight, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> I, I think you tried to cuddle a little bit last night. I felt you creeping <laughs> in on me. We have some we have some friends in the bed with us right now. We have. Oh, that sounds so sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're sitting on their bed. We're actually in their room before we go back to our room, <laughs> which also sounds sexual. Yeah. <laughs> Please retreat. But uh, say say hello to a previous friend of the po- Atomic Moms podcast, uh, Hillary Stam. Hillary Stam, everybody. Bonjour, mes amis. <laughs> and a new bilingual podcast. A newbie is is good old cat. Master. Hi, guys. <laughs> or hola, because I just got back from Mexico. Yeah, our, our jet setter. Anyway, we thought we'd check in with Hillary on how this trip has been for her to be away from some from her kiddos since she has, if you remember, boys. twin boys who are now how old? Um, gosh, almost a year and a half. It's going so fast. And 
but not yet. And a three-year-old. And the three-year-old's more work than the twins. So there you have it. Three-year-old girl than the twin boys. boys. So now this is live in perpetuity somewhere, so she will hear someday that she was more work, and she probably already knows that. So at this point. (laughs) At this moment in time. So you checked in. I did a little check-in as the sun was setting on the on the gorgeous. What are those cat Talkwitz Canyon Mountains? Namaste. <laughs> <Talkies, laughs> no, so I did a little check-in, and the, you know it's the witching hour. I call, and the babies are screaming. My rockstar husband's with all three. He puts the three-year-old on the phone. She says, "Where are you? Where are you? I was looking for." Hi, mommy. I miss you and I love you, but I got. Where are you? When will you be back? Then when I told her where I was, she said, well, I'll just come. I want to come to Palm Springs. I'll come there. So that's not what I was looking for. So I just want to throw that out to all those atomic moms out there that, you know, sometimes you put out into the ether, oh, hey, I need a little love back. And maybe that's not what they're going to give you. So, yeah, sometimes you got to stay strong. (laughs) But see, I feel like she did give you the love and that she she wanted you there. That's right. Like she wanted in... When I did FaceTime, I did FaceTime at 6.45 tonight. She goes down at 7. She, like, didn't pay any attention. She was iced me out. She was looking at her books. Yeah. And I know it was on purpose. That's a bummer. Now, Miss um, Catmaster, my question for you is you do not yet have children. No. We, we will see what shall happen in the I, future. I'm, I'm kind of contemplating now after this little... L episode. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. No, so when you're, Maybe you don't need kids. When you're out with us, like on a night like tonight, and uh, we're all basically completely taking over dinner with videos and pictures of our kids. Uh, how annoying? On what level of annoying is that for you? I'd say it's a zero. Okay, well that's good. Because feel better. I love kids. Uh, I heard all old people love kids, and since I'm old. <laughs> That's why I love to see it, you know. Um, I love babies. I love dogs. I got sh- some fur babies shown to me tonight. So yeah. I'm happy. I- it doesn't annoy me at all. I'm happy for my friends. I've, I knew them before they had kids. I know them now. They're like little pieces of them, and I'm happy that they that's nice. that they want to share it with me. I like that. Little yeah. pieces of them. That's It's a part of who you are now. That's salient, Kat, after a quick... From Mexico, that's in the spritz. That's salient with a capital S. Um, Hillary, any words of advice? Because you do have, like Ellie and I were saying, that we're kind of whiners because we each only have one child, and you know, obviously we don't be so greedy, Jesus. What do you mean? I don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. That's true. I'll take one. But any any tips or? Uh, thoughts on the the weekend getaways, the girl, the girl, you know, nights out, um, because it's hard. Yeah, it's, no, hard it's hard for hard. people to get out there and don't and you do think it. the universe only gives you what you can handle at the moment in time you can handle it, right? So even if it's one child or seven, or it's a husband who's driving you crazy or is perfect, find the time to carve out a little time with the other people you, who help you remain sane, right? Yeah, whatever that is. And maybe you can't get all the way to Palm Springs, but maybe you can get down to... My daughter likes to read these books, Fancy Nancy, and they go to the King's Crown. She's like, why don't we all just head down to the King's Crown? <laughs> so maybe you need to head down to the King's Crown. What is that? Is it a bar? It's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a child's book. Is it an English book. pub? It sounds like a 
like a fantastic English pub that I'd like to yeah, frequent. But I'm saying head down yeah. there with your friends for yeah, even beer. if it's only 45 minutes. Yeah, one beer. Eight but, o'clock at night. Because, right? I, sometimes I think, like even this, doesn't this feel gluttonous? Because we are away from them for 36 or 48 hours. Well, and the funny thing is, is we, is we actually, um, the place we're staying at, we could be at until 5 p.m. tomorrow. But everybody is, like, you'll see our... Right. shooting off in the distance probably at, at the crack of dawn because mm-hmm. we're just ready. I said that to my mom. Yeah. yeah. I said, I said um, I'm going out there straight from Mexico and she asked me when I was coming back and I said I'm probably going to come back early because everyone has kids and everyone yeah. wants to go home and see them and I totally respect that. I understand yeah. that 100%. <laughs> I would want to see yeah. my little, Your little Bella, my little Maggie yeah. Moo, my little Sabrina too. So. Yeah. I know. Well... I totally forgot what I was going to say because there was something that you said that made me think of something and now I can't remember what. And it's probably a little too much whiskey this week. Wait, weekend. the crown. What's the crown bar? King's crown. King's, King's crown. crown. I got to read that now. I'm yeah. obsessed with Olivia. Oh, Olivia's fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God, that book. It's so good. It's about a pig and she's basically Eloise as a yeah, pig. Yeah, it's like Eloise as a pig. I only have one earplug, so. Cat, oh, if you could you not snore you. into my left side, Do you that's use earplugs. No, only when I travel because sleep is so decadent mm-hmm. when you're not home. So I would love to keep chatting, but sleep is calling my middle name. So here's. Do you wear? Wait, sorry, really fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Allie, did you hear? She's kicking us out. <laughs> I know, but this is where the good You need a new earplug too, by the way. That <laughs> thing she's that got looks one. Like, <laughs> this is like the early 2000s. <laughs> earplug to Portugal. I'm pretty sure you probably went and shot some clay pigeons with that thing. That was in the bottom of your purse. I have some What were you going to ask me about the earplug? So you wear earplugs in hotels. But not at home. Is it silent at home? Because it's not silent, but I have to hear the babies if someone cries, but I feel like this is my time to get rest, so... I don't want to hear cat over here. I'm going to gift you these I two. I was just gifted what appears to be wow. a new Wow, that's earplug. friendship, everyone. Friendship everyone right there. Earplugs. Now, do you want these back? Uh, I have a boyfriend who snores. They travel all the time with them. Okay. <laughs> all right, well, well we're going to... This is a wild Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. I now have three earplugs. <laughs> One that's been to Portugal, two that have not. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no. We went to Mexico, but they weren't used. Right. They weren't no, used and hung out to dry. The world-weary travel earplugs. <laughs> we'll see you all down at the King's Crown. Uh, so listen, here's the here's my little uh, wrap-up of this, although we will check in in the morning, is that even though, like... What? I got a midnight? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a part of our podcast this evening. Yes, yes. thank you too. No problem. <laughs> and uh, and you know what? I just want to say thanks for helping my girls' weekend end on a high note because I went through a little bit of a downward spiral the last twenty four hours. Oh no! I can't uh, even fill you in because you got here a little bit late, but we figured out a little bit of uh, some breastfeeding blues going oh, on, no. my weaning off of the little hormones, baby. little hormonal stuff going on, and so it wasn't. It wasn't the girls' weekend I thought it was going to be, but it ended up being really great in many other ways, and and uh, and this kind of wrapped it up nicely. A little stupid laughter Good. at the end of it all is always Good. helpful. Always helps. All right, <laughs> and look at her. I want you to say it. 
No, I was going to get into a big thing, and get we've it. already wrapped Do it up. No, no we're not wrapping people, up. people need to be aware that oxytocin is a powerful hormone, and that you were you kind of stopped breastfeeding. I mean, this is not as scintillating as we're actually talking about important things now. But you were you were breastfeeding so much, and suddenly when you stop doing that, you're losing that happy drug, and we need to take care of each other. I went through the same thing, and we don't realize it's going to happen, and then suddenly, you know, we're crying for no reason. Yeah. It's powerful. It's powerful stuff. Well, I'm happy, happy you guys are going through this for me. Yeah, no. No, it's weird. They, I always say that to my mom, that women don't share these sort of things with yeah. each other. And I think that's yeah. really important that you guys do that. I think it's awesome that you are. Did you know Did you know about it, Hill? Before? I knew I knew what it was, and but when I was in it, I didn't realize why I was so down. Yeah. Until I was I would, like, why I am I... no idea. Yeah, this why am I so down? Because, no like you were saying today, you, you don't wrap your head around the fact you're still breastfeeding, so, oh, nothing's wrong. But you are, because you're not breastfeeding at the capacity you were breastfeeding before. I didn't, so I didn't even think Your hormone that. levels have dipped. Yeah. You just think, oh, well, I haven't stopped breastfeeding, so nothing's wrong. No, when I was sitting in the pool with Ellie today telling her, like, my life is great, I don't know what I'm, like, why so I'm feeling so blue. All of these things, yeah. And then I just, like, realized it. So no, it was, it's powerful stuff. It was good, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we kind of, um, I think, start talking about these things when, when dear friends go through having their own babies. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or another just, episode. Another episode. Or just head on down to the. King's crown for a pint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Sleep tight. I'm sure I'll see you bright and early. And uh, we'll be back in the morning. Stay tuned. Hello. It's the last few hours of our crazy girlfriend's getaway. Our girlfriend birthday getaway. Birthday getaway. We're both Aries. Yeah. We get along surprisingly well for Aries because I'm, well, maybe that's because we don't, we haven't spent a, a lot of time in one place together, although this weekend was a lot and we didn't have any issues. No. Claire Coffey, who was a guest a while back, one of my best friends, she's an Aries. I'm so attracted to Aries. That's funny. I'm really attracted to Pisces. What, what month's are Pisces before us so they're February um February to March so February like whatever 20 something to March 20 something I'm sure you listeners can smell my coffee breath it is 8.05 a.m. I told I told uh, Hillary Jesus I I just need to go home and get some sleep (laughs) come on pull it together it's not gonna happen I was telling (laughs) you went on vacation sleep right now I know (laughs) I was telling Ellie this morning that in college, we used to have a roommate. I lived in a house with four girls and one guy on um, in the middle of Greek Row, in the middle of all the fraternities at Washington State University. And um, our one guy roommate used to wake up in the morning so hungover, and he would just say, where's the cat? <laughs> We'd be like, what are you talking about? What cat? Where's the cat? Like, we don't have a cat. He's like, no, I want to find the cat that shit in my mouth. <laughs> Drunk, hungover, the cat? morning breath. Um, oh my god, where's the cat? Yeah, where's the cat this morning? You guys, so it gets worse. Oh, come on! <laughs> it gets worse. My poor mother and Michael had 
an even rougher night last night with Magnolia. She just would not stay down, and she's very mad at the world. But not only is she mad at me, because I also FaceTimed with her this morning. And, and here's the, the the real torture device is your drop cam. My drop cam. Because the first thing uh, um, Bianca does when she wakes up is looks at the drop can, and, and she sees that Magnolia's been up every hour. And she can, like, see it, yeah, and so she the, sees the video with it, too. So you're like, this is total torture. I mean, isn't ignorance bliss, like... Yeah, I mean, probably, but I and I, but I also think that I, you know, whatever we've go, we've rehashed this a thousand times, so I, I don't feel like anyone needs to hear it again. But I feel guilty, and so I check because I feel guilty because I've been on other little getaways, and in those getaways, I haven't checked as much. But I just feel so bad that they've had such two horrible nights with her, and you know, just I know they're both going to be wrecked now when I go home, mm-hmm. and but yeah, this drop cam, so. <laughs> The irony is that the drop cam is my mom's session for this episode because um, because it is such a useful tool. And you get it on Amazon. It's a drop cam pro. It has an app on your phone. What's great about it is it's not just a baby monitor, so you can use it for other things after you're done using it with your baby. I mean, people use it as a security device. I know online on YouTube there's some guy that caught a robbery, home robbery process, because what the drop cam does is it alerts the app on your phone when it detects movement. So... Um, you get a little alert, and then the other great thing is you can ha- you can hold the recording as long as you want. So, like, I hold, I hold mine for seven days, so it's very useful when I'm coming home and I want to know, is she still asleep in her crib? Do I need to be quiet when I come in the house? Or if I want to see, like, sometimes if, you know, Mike leaves for the day and I, I don't know what time she went down for her nap, I can look at it and see, oh, this is when she went down. Does your nap. sitter have the app on her phone, too? She does not because we have it on our little iPad. Okay, you have an iPad. Yeah, I mean, I great. feel a little weird about yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. I, I trust her completely, yeah, yeah. but like you can check in and hear in the house what's going on, and so that's right. A weird. I just ordered one, and I was thinking I'll probably keep my regular monitor for our sitter and for at night, but I'm gonna keep this going so that yeah, whenever yeah. I'm gone, yeah, you, you can. I mean, it, it's great. But you guys, but it did get so much worse because, <laughs> so I checked in with my mom and Michael this morning and not only was the, the night with Magnolia even worse than the night before, but in the process of her crying, our eight-year-old Boston Terrier was so pissed off that she got up on the bed, which she never is allowed into and doesn't get on, and peed on our bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> poor Michael, after... Three hours of trying to get Magnolia to go down. Went to go get back in our bed to a, de- to a bed full of dog piss. It's so so horrible. everyone's angry. They, everyone's it, it's a riot. It's a, it's a mass. It's, uh, so it's, it's the mutiny on the bounty. They like, do it. The animals always do it too. They turn on you because when Sabrina was teething once and she's crying a lot, and then Adam would get all. Like, he would go help her and come back in, and he'd be tense, and our little multi-poo mutt would feel his energy or whatever, and he'd start shaking, and then he'd throw up. We were always dealing with dog throw up in our bed whenever there was unrest Yeah, with the baby land. That's mm-hmm. so horrible. Didn't Mike just have to strip the sheets? See, I get lazy at that point. I just give up on the world, and I just throw down a towel. I'm sure he is pretty <laughs> I'm sure that's... A hundred percent what he did. And you know what? I don't blame him. No. Not um, at all. Towels are useful. Just, you know, turn a blind eye, throw down a towel, I, <laughs> deal I with it in like, the morning. I feel like everyone's going to be a little worse for the wear after this weekend. <laughs> like, Not me. I'm tan. They are. Yeah. I am, I'm burned, though. I'm burned. 
I you ate, look great. It looks like you. a tan. Thank you, but I ate so much sugar that my stomach feels like raw from the inside out. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have like five ulcers on my tongue. God, but you know what? And there's people out there listening to this who are like, those bitches. Well, it's like, schadenfreude. I'm sure they're very happy. They're like, <laughs> oh, they had it coming. <laughs> Which we're, this is what we're here for. Exactly. (laughs) To make everyone feel better. About themselves. Just hanging out in their kitchen, doing, you know, regular stuff, like, thinking, like, God, I'd love to go on a trip, and then you hear this, and then you're like, you know what? (laughs) You don't need it. Don't need it. Um, but you do need it. You do need it because I, even though, like, it was really hard for my mom and Michael, um, with the sleep issues, and even though, like, I've just been really down all weekend and had a hard time kind of pulling myself up out of that. It isn't, it's a break and I'm Mm -hmm. excited to go home and I miss her and I miss my husband and I, you know, it does give you fresh eyes on your, on your home base. Yes. You know, I think like I'm excited to go like clean out my closet right now because we we sat with the girlfriends and we talked about the the book that I've talked about before on the podcast. That magical tidying book. The the life changing magic of tidying up and. By the way, that's our, our next episode. The theme is that. It's going to be about organizing. So go ahead and go on iTunes and subscribe, and then it'll upload on your phone next week. Yeah. So, my, so if you and, and they gave us a fancy link on iTunes, like the yeah. iTunes Masters, um, they gave us a fancy link. So it's iTunes.com backslash Atomic Moms. Yeah. And so it's going to General Ban is going to be our next guest, and she is an organizational goddess. And she's changed my life um, already. I'm excited. And, just, and it's like a whole like psychological thing too yeah so we're gonna get into it deep into your psyche um i just want to read you guys something that in my (laughs) internet searches over the weekend of figuring out what's going on with me and my breastfeeding weaning depression i found this quote um again from one of my favorite books uh mama zen walking the crooked path of motherhood and i'm so sorry i'm gonna get this week is gonna be my mission to get these books up on our Facebook page and put some on Instagram because I know you guys want to know about the books that we talk about and then we don't post them anywhere because we're assholes. <laughs> hey, I'm posting a lot. You po- okay? Okay. I'm. An I'm gonna. Asshole. I'm gonna hold up Ellie, my own there. Ellie does, <laughs> does post a ton. Um, and, but I, I do, I have a month off now from Undateable, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be here and be. Um, and we got to get a blog up. Let's just to put the, the just put the stuff up on. <laughs> we have a tumbler. We could put them. Yeah, on we tum- should do that. The tumbler. Okay, so this is the quote from Mama Zen walking the crooked path of motherhood. May you be tired and afraid, overwhelmed and ready to quit. Quit. Start over. Over ten thousand times. Over. Roll out. Get up. Fall down. Break into tears. Open in laughter. Sing and dance. Be silly. Be glad. May you forget most things. Remember everything. Come to know in your bones, with your blood, through your eyes, from your lips, out of earth, deep below, well beyond. You are love. You are just love. <sighs> that helped me a lot this weekend. That's beautiful. Because the truth of the matter is, is that it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if you are depressed because you are in postpartum after um, giving birth. If you're depressed because you're weaning and you're going through that hormonal shift, if you're depressed because you're so fucking exhausted, any of those reasons, it doesn't change the fact that the depression feels so personal and that it feels like so much shame surrounding 
what you think mm-hmm. about yourself. And it's really hard because even when you know those things, it doesn't change that it feels so much immersed within your life and that mm-hmm. you can't remove yourself from it. And so just try to start with this idea that you are love. And even in your worst, darkest days of depression, you are still love. And, you know, the, the best thing I ever got from somebody when I was going through a really dark time in, in my teens was one of my doctors actually gave me the quote that this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. And it does. Everything is temporary. Everything is in flux. Everything comes and goes like the tide and you'll get through it. It will pass eventually. And reach out to your girlfriend. Reach out to your girlfriends. Go on a shitty-ass girlfriend's weekend, by the way. I know. I I stopped myself already. I I heard it come out of my mouth, and I was like, there's nothing shitty about this. Again, the shittiness was kind of brewing inside of me. It actually was so much fun, and we had great talks at dinner, and I loved laying out by the pool. So I'm sorry. I don't mean to do that disservice to my amazing girlfriends that have been with me this whole time. I thought, okay, you know there's that book. What's the book? It's the dating book. The Game, okay, by Neil Strauss, right? The Game. And in the game, if you're picking up a woman, you're supposed to bounce to another location that same night. Because if you go to two different locations with the person, it gives sort of uh, extra intimacy to the meeting. Because it makes you feel like you've known them longer than you have. And so I feel like a girl's getaway is sort of like the bounce. (laughs) Because when you go away with other people, even just for you know, a day and a half, you get to know them in such a different way. And it was so cool for me to get to know your girlfriends better. And there was no pretense and like no one cared about putting on makeup because that's always my anxiety about ever doing a girls weekend is like, ugh, you feel like the girls like get dressed up for each other and it's like this thing. And it felt so relaxed and everyone was just themselves And it was really fun. Yeah. I I don't really have friends. I don't keep people around that that are high maintenance, that up up the stress value in life because it's just just not worth it. So so all of my friends are... I I never have that feeling of like when a a newer friend comes into the fold, like is there going to be friction? Is somebody going to get jealous? Is someone going to feel left out? Because... Everyone just really embraces everyone else, and I and I no, know they that. did. And I felt so embraced. <laughs> Good. I did. I did. I felt it. I shouldn't say that funny in a funny voice because I did feel embraced, and it was. Now that does sound it's totally insane, but <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. But it was very cool, and with Sabrina at a year and a half, like I miss her a lot, but I had a great time, and that's also it's just like wherever we are in the journey you know yeah Yeah. and it's it's different every month and so who knows where you are but you know we don't want to scare you off from trying to go out on a (laughs) weekend getaway but stick with your friends let your friends know when there are issues because they can sense it anyway so you might as well talk about it and honestly I would have I wouldn't have wanted to be anywhere else to kind of I mean it would have like if I was home I would have just been doing the same thing that I had been doing which is ruminating like to, you know, uh, pouring out this kind of, oh my God, what's going on to Mike Mm -hmm. and, and Mike, God love him. He's there for me in the best way that he possibly can be, but like, he doesn't know about breastfeeding, weeding depression. So it was only until I came here and you started talking about some stuff and I was like, wait a minute. It really, it really, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have figured it out. And I love the idea that we can depend on our husbands 
But I think it's kind of our responsibility to cultivate friendships where we can sort of support each other. Like, it shouldn't all be on the spouse. It's in our DNA because the men went out and hunted and got the food and the women held the tribe. The women yeah. were the the women stayed there and nurtured the family and and held the space. And that's what we do. We hold the space for each other. And, and get your get a tribe. Like this is your homework for this week. Start yeah. your tribe if you haven't already. And if you do have a tribe, reach out to them. Just one little email. How are yeah. you doing? My college girlfriends who I love to death. We hadn't been great about keeping up and one of the girlfriends finally wrote an email and it was a super honest long email. And then everyone got on board, and now we know each other so much better, like, where we are at this place. And it's so good. Like, keep it up. I have a girlfriend who has a baby, and she doesn't know anyone else who has a baby that lives near her. And it's like, find a mommy and me group. Like, find, because these people make you feel so much better. And just being able to lay your baby on a blanket in the grass with another mom with a baby, it just lifts that weight off my shoulders. Yeah, it's it's so important to be around. I mean, it was so nice to be with you and Hillary and even even the girls here who, who aren't mamas yet, you know, are so kind and, and patient with us with our <laughs> staring at our baby pictures and whatever. But it, it made me feel... I just, I just didn't feel alone going through what I've been going through. And so... Yeah, I think that's really important. And, um, you know, we'd love to hear your your comments, um, any suggestions you have on Facebook. And you can reach out to us on Twitter. And um, you have a a mom bomb for us. Yeah, my mom bomb is something I wrote when I had my tumor surgery. And I wrote a piece for the Huffington Post about they gave it a like a title. The title was like "Doctor Saved My Leg, Girlfriend Saved My Spirit" or something like that. They wrote the title, but anyway, it's up there if anyone wants to read it. If you just search Deli Noss, but it works for this weekend, I think. Girlfriends are essential. They love you not for who you were or who you could become, but for who you are right now. Oh, Ellie, that's such a beautiful, a beautiful wrapping this weekend up with a beautiful, beautiful bow. Oh my gosh, you guys. We're packing up. We're going back to our families. See you next week. We love you. And remember, trust in your goodness. Live out your greatness. And rock on. <laughs> Atomic Mass. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to YouTube.com slash WaitForItComedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. 
Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.